welcome to the Practical Research Parenting Podcast. Here's your host, Nicole Weeks. Welcome back. Here's the second part of the episode talking with Dr. Cole Whittingham about managing our anger as parents. So I've actually been trying to incorporate this mindfulness more regularly throughout the day to, to try to see those waves coming. Sure. Um, but I keep forgetting, <laughs> basically. I get to the end of the day and go, oh, I might have done it once or twice. But um, Do you have any techniques? Like how did you get into the habit of doing it frequently? Mm. Um, so for me, for me personally, um, I – so I'd become interested in mindfulness before I was even exposed to acceptance and commitment therapy. Mindfulness was my way into acceptance and commitment therapy actually. Right. Um, so before I, um, I had children, before I became a parent, um, I did have a habit of doing more formal mindfulness practices, mm. so sort of sitting on a cushion and, and doing like a mindfulness meditation right. daily. And I, I, so I had that history of doing that nowadays I don't sit on a cushion daily (laughs) I do it when I can but no it's it's not daily so I I do think that having some kind of um practice where it's a little bit more formal and structured of actually Mm. sitting on a cushion and doing meditation or going to a yoga class or something like that Mm. can actually be helpful in then incorporating into the daily life I actually Mm. think mindfulness in your daily life is actually an incredibly rich practice Mm. i think it's a lot richer than um, it's given credit for actually i think i think i've gotten a lot out of being able to do that as opposed to the more formal um practices Mm. but having the the history of formal practice certainly helps so that that's one thing is to actually um and you mightn't be able to commit to that for a long period of time but Mm. if you do have an opportunity to do something that's a little more formal and structured for a little bit of time, Mm. you know, even if it's a yoga class once a week or something, that might actually boost your ability to do it during the day. Yeah, okay. Yep, great. Another thing would be just, you know, it's hooking into those reminders, I guess. Mm. So um, choosing particular daily activities to be mindful of. Yeah. You do do quite regularly and then having some sort of prompt or reminder around that activity um, so that you, you do remember to do that initially um, and, you know, putting reminders on your phone, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I've been trying to do it whenever, like before meals and during meals. Um, sure. But that can be a difficult time of day and often I'm busy preparing the meals and I don't remember. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So a reminder on the fridge or something like that perhaps. Yeah, reminder is often is often important. I mean, um, the, incre- the wonderful thing about mindfulness is you really literally can practice it doing pretty much anything. Mm. So in a sense, doing a more formal, like sort of sitting on a cushion or doing yoga or that kind of practice can be really, really beneficial. But mm. if you don't have any time in your day, you can actually do it doing literally anything else. Yeah. Um, so any other activity that, you know, you like, you can just practice mindfulness while you're doing it. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Um, so when I'm angry, often there are things, lots of things happening. Both kids are screaming, one child's trying to hurt the other. 
I don't have time to stop. I need to be acting to prevent further damage or provide comfort or thinking up a solution. Um, so in those moments, um, how can I combine the things I need to do physically with my own self-care and mindfulness and try to detach from the anger? Yeah. Well, that's a big question, isn't it? So yeah. really where I guess the, you know, the rubber meets, meets the road. It's yeah. trying to imply this all in the, in the really hard situation where this is really hard to apply so i think we've got to, we've got to acknowledge that yeah. um, that this is this is actually you know when you're learning any new skill yeah. um, it takes time to be able to apply it at all and then apply mm. it well in those really really tricky situations yeah um, and you're always going to have times where where um you know, you make mistakes and you stuff up because you're human. So mm. certainly any building of psychological flexibility and a repertoire of psychological flexibility is going to help when you come to these situations. Yeah. And any practising of it in the situations where things are calmer and easier is mm. getting better and better for, for, for these situations. Yeah. The other thing, though, is the actual physical responses that you that you that you're wanting to do. Mm. Um, so, in terms of the actual, like, you know, some of that would be actual behaviour management with, with with your children and interacting mm. with your children. Often, I think one of the the most useful things you can do is to practice them and most parents don't think to practice them mm. but to actually practice them not in the situation so to actually mm. you know while you're not in the situation while everything's calm and you're just by yourself late at night one night mm. think through okay so if you know you know child a hits child b you know because that's something that happens in your mm. house child a hits child b um, and then child B gets really angry and starts having a bit of a tantrum. Okay, what am I going to do? Mm. And then think through the steps of how you'd like to handle it and actually kind of walk yourself through it, you know, actually go to where you might be in your house and imagine, grab, you know, taking your child and saying, okay, you know, you we don't hit in this house, so, you know, you're going to have to come out of this room and sit over here and cool down for a minute, you know, and actually use the language you want to use and walk mm. yourself through it step by step. And once you've done that a few times, you then fall into the the, the routine of it and those lines and that those words become a lot easier to find in the mm. that high-pressure moment even when you're feeling really angry and everything else, mm. it becomes a lot, lot easier to just grab those words. So you might still be feeling really ang angry, <laughs> so you might not mm. be able to um, um, explicitly be handling that in a sense, mm. but because those those responses are quite overlearned, you then on automatic pilot almost start to come out with those words and that way of responding. Mm. And then as the children are cooling down, you can start to cool down as well and you might be actually, you know, imagining that and taking yourself through a more of an acceptance of emotions exercise, for example. Mm. So each night you could reflect, I guess, on the sort of incidences like that that, has ha that have happened. So you have a concrete example in your mind mm. and you could imagine how, how, would I, how did I want to have dealt with that yep. and then practice it. Yes. And I, I really, um, that is something working with parents, I just, 
I can't emphasize enough how useful that is, how much mm. we just don't think to do that, but it really is so useful to find those, find the words that you actually want to say mm. at a time when you're not angry and say them several times out loud. Mm. <laughs> and then when you're in the situation, you'll be able to find those words. Because the trouble is if you haven't practiced it and you're angry, the words you're likely to find are probably something that was said to you a long, long time ago. Yeah. But that's that's probably what your brain's going to reach for. But if you put something else in there that's easy for your mind to access, yeah. then it will be able to grab that too. Yeah, great. Yeah, I did um I did martial arts for a long time and that was <laughs> that was all about sort of teaching your body to respond in the ways you wanted to respond if you were yeah. getting attacked. And I guess it's yeah. sort of similar but for your mind. Yes, absolutely. I would say, yeah, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To get those those reflexes. Sure. Happening. Yeah, great. Okay, wonderful. That could be really helpful. Um, anything else you'd add to that? Uh, well, the, the only other thing I suppose I'd, I would add for that as well is for anything that's kind of occurring again and again, it's then about looking for the pattern in, in how it's occurring and then trying to see if you can prevent it. Yeah. So if there's a particular, a particular, you know, way something plays out, um, like if it's the mornings are really difficult, <laughs> mm. um, then, you know, why are the mornings difficult? Start to try and figure that out. Well, what is it that triggers um, that difficult behaviour in the mornings and then do, you, do your best to prevent that. So it could be that, you know, a reward chart for, <laughs> for, for the mornings or it could mm. be having a more structured routine around what happens in the mornings might, might actually um, uh, do the job. So prevention is always, yeah. it is always a fantastic, yeah. fantastic way to go as a parent. Yeah, I've been noticing um, Xander's been having angry bouts recently. Okay, yeah. Um, and I've found that if I can catch him when he's just whiny, yeah, then I can usually have him fairly complicitly go and lie down in his bed and read a story with me. Sure. And if we do that, it just, yeah, we don't have an issue. Sure. But if I let that slip, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic example. Absolutely, yeah. looking for those patterns and preventing is yeah, 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 yeah. So, might you be able to guide us through a short mindfulness exercise um, that could help? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, want um, you? I'll do something that's quite short and sweet, and mm. so something you can kind of draw on every day. That'd be great. So. I've actually, this is a kind of an adaptation of one in my book, Becoming Mum. So mm. in Becoming Mum, it's called the Waking Up Exercise. Mm -hmm. But I'll adapt it a little bit with, with um, today so yeah. that it's more suitable for, you know, it doesn't matter how old the child is basically. Yeah. Yeah, great. Okay. So first of all, notice your breathing. Notice the in and out. Notice the sensation of the ground under your feet. Use your breathing. Use the ground as an anchor to the here and now. 
Notice any physical sensations in your body. Notice any thoughts that are present at the moment. Notice any emotions. Take a breath and make room for all of it. And now connect with your child. Notice your child as he or she is in this present moment. Notice your experience and your child's experience right now as it is. Gently opening yourself up to your experience and to your child as your child is right now. And that's it. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, very nice. So that can be done when your child's playing, when you're playing with your child? Absolutely, absolutely. And as you practice it and you got you get faster at it, you could even do that in that those angry type situations of yeah. just you know, the the as you get quicker at it, it's really is tuning into something that's an anchor a good anchor for you. Breathing in the ground are the two of the best ones mm. for many people. And then just okay, noticing thoughts, feelings and then let's be aware of my child again, as your child is in the here and now. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Great. So if listeners want to learn more about anger management, I found Chapter 7, The Emotional Journey, in your book, Becoming Mum, really helpful. Yeah. Um, what other resources would you recommend? Well, um, I guess one of the first things I want to say here, I know this, this is going to sound a bit strange because you've just mm. recommended Becoming Mum and that, and that chapter um, and I'm just about to go back and say, oh, some other chapters in Becoming Mum are actually handy as well. But, right. but I think um, anger management is like we've sort of been focusing on that you know, what to actually do when you're actually feeling angry. Yeah. But then there's that wider way of looking at it too is, mm. you know, you know, how come you're feel uh, you're feeling angry? You know why? Why is that? Um, are, are you feeling angry a lot because of you know other things that aren't related to to your parenting that maybe you know you, you could deal with? So I would also say that other chapters in there could be really relevant as well, and it might not initially occur to someone that they that they are. So chapters like um, uh, the social support chapter or the taking care of yourself chapter. Yeah. So the social support chapter in the sense that if you're feeling that you're struggling quite a bit with anger as a parent mm. towards your child, you know, one of the questions I would wonder is, you know, how are you, how are your other relationships and how are you handling yourself within your other relationships? So are you able to communicate your needs really assertively to other people in, in your life? Mm. Um, are you getting sufficient support from the people around you? 
or is it the case that you're really struggling to do quite a lot as a parent and you're not actually getting um, you know much time to actually recharge yourself yeah. and is there something that can actually be done there is it a matter of getting yourself more support or learning to be more assertive with your partner or or you know the wider family and community mm. um, and then the other chapter taking care of yourself I think is quite relevant again because you know if you're feeling quite frustrated often as, as a parent you know are your own needs actually being met? Mm. Um, so learning to be to, to be kind to yourself, to be compassionate to yourself, mm. can actually be really helpful um, in terms of anger too. So yeah, and I'm not sure if it was that chapter or another one, but the yeah. the chapter where um, it was talking about sort of recreating the things you enjoy in life after becoming a parent. Um, yes, yes. That was really, really life-changing for me because I, I guess I'd been consumed, I guess, in a way by my kids and the things that I enjoyed pre-kids I hadn't yeah. reintroduced. Um, yeah. And I guess that meant that my identity narrowed to being a mum. Yes. Which meant that if I wasn't living by my values as a mum, it yeah. would just make everything so much worse. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and I think I think that is then that is actually another chapter again. So I think that's really important as well. Mm. Um, yeah, building a really rewarding life as a parent, but making sure your your whole life is actually really rewarding. And as you say, um, you know, you have you're more than just a parent. You have other values as well. Mm. So making sure you're able to still live them and live a meaningful life, and it. And at times, you know, at times we're able to do that by, you know, maybe the, the kids, um, um, there can be some childcare and or, or your partner will mm. be with the kids and you'll be able to go out and, and do something, you know, child-free yeah. that, that, you, that you value. But and other times as well, it's about trying to find ways to do those meaningful things or those things that are positive for you while you actually are simultaneously parenting your child too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. When I read that, yeah. um, it, I, I should have realised that I could have beforehand, but it, it mm -hmm. really helped me to realise that I've, I really enjoyed thinking walks, just going for walks and thinking prior mm. to kids, and I, I didn't do it anymore. And sure. I realised, hey, I can put the kids in the pram. I can still go for those walks. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's a fantastic example. And I think, again, I think it's part of the the fact that I think in for our particular generation of parents, there's enormous amount of pressure, mm. um, pressure to be, you know, uber parents, but also a kind of pressure for life in general that we're just, you know, meant to really achieve so much mm -hmm. in our in our lifetimes. That's right. That we don't realise it, it is actually possible to be as a parent and to be parenting your child and having those interactions but in a way that is actually quite relaxed and enjoyable for you as well and that incorporates the things that, that you love. And it yeah. doesn't have to be huge. No. There's lots of little little ways we can do that, you know, yeah. putting on music that you like in the background or, yeah. you know, there's, there's little things that you can do and that those little things do make a huge difference. Yeah, since reading that chapter I've started sitting down to having tea. Again, yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that uh, that book is definitely, yeah, I definitely recommend yeah, it. Yeah, so that kind of sounds like I'm just saying go, just go and get my book. <laughs> but, um, I, di I didn't sort of mean it like that, but um, what's in there with the the emotional journey kind of I think 
in a way, well covers that aspect of the the, the anger management. Then, mm. if there's a lot of anger happening for you, I think we we need to look a bit wider than that to to these other factors too, and get all of that working well so that you are taking care of yourself you do have a rewarding life you have good social support you are being assertive with other people in your life and then when that's all smooth then the anger will will settle down um mm. and of course I, I would also recommend other other books in, on acceptance and commitment therapy as mm. yeah 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 that's that's great advice I, I guess we can we can be very tempted to um put our kids first mm. um which, you know, probably aligns with our values and that sort of thing. But if you do it to the detriment of your own your own health and happiness, then it can not actually work out the way you intended anyway. Absolutely. How, how I like to sort of think of it is that um, it really is putting our children first because, like, I, I would think of it that I, I put my daughter first. Mm. But as part of doing that, I recognise that, one of the most precious resources she has is that she has a mom mm. who absolutely adores her mm. and who um, works very hard to have a loving relationship with her and to and to be able to enrich her developmentally. And so I've got to make sure she continues to have that mom. Yeah. And so that's part of taking care of her <laughs> is yeah. keeping that resource that she has um, there and well and able to keep doing that for years to come. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what a wonderful way of looking at it. If people want to learn more about you and your work, where where can they go? So the easiest um, place to go is just go to my, my website. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just my, my full name. So it's www.coawittingham.com. Great. And I'll include a link to that in the show Fantastic. Notes. Thank yeah. you. The show notes for this episode are at www.practicalresearchparenting.com forward slash COA2, so that's K-O-A-2. COA also provides mindfulness exercises on her site, so please be sure to check out the show notes to access them. Again, it's forward slash COA2 for this podcast. Since this podcast, I've tried implementing mindful showers. It's really hard. My mind likes to wander, and it was helpful to remember what Russ Harris said in the ACT course I did. It doesn't matter how often your mind wanders, what matters is that you notice and gently bring it back. That noticing and bringing your mind back to the present is one of the skills that you're practicing, so don't give up or give yourself a hard time over having a wandering mind. So next episode I'll be talking with Cora about the transition to becoming a mum and her book on that topic. I found this really useful, this book, even though I've been a mum for a while. So whether you're a new mum or a long-time mum, I'd still recommend that you tune in next time. We should be next fortnight.